Episode 58 of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Grumptocles! 2015, the year of anger. Isn't that the same as 2014, Mr. Cleese? No! (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not, damn it! 2014 was the year of happiness. (laughs) Really? Happiness. (laughs) I don't need to know all that, but okay, I'm glad you're having a good time. (laughs) Of course, we have my lovely wife, Heather. How are you doing today? What, what, what? Check the mic, boy! I don't know what that was, but Heather's here with us as well. <laughs> Little H. Little H. <laughs> <laughs> right, I brought my posse, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's not waste any time because we've got a lot to talk about tonight. Let's talk some comics. All right. What were your top two this week, man? Well, book number two for me was Ghosted number 16. My boy Joshua Williamson straight up gangstered this bitch. Go on, give it the descriptions. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what's going on tonight. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Ghost of 16 was fantastic. Actually, it was my number one book. Uh, Josh Williamson is the writer. And then Juan Jose Wright, I hope I'm saying that right, is the artist. Young man, he sure. ain't never been accused of rape. <laughs> be saying that shit on this ripe. show. Oh, right. oh. His last name is R-Y-P, so I'm assuming is Ripe. Sorry, I haven't cleaned my horse ears in a while. Yeah, well, better get on that. <laughs> horse grooming is important. <laughs> <laughs> my groomer quit. So, Ghost of 16 is all about Marcus, the character from the first arc, the old bitter bastard who is angry at Jackson Winters for bringing the ghost into his house and basically destroying his mansion, making him lose his eye, fucking up his whole life. I got it. He's embracing 2015, the year of anger. I'm with you. Sure. (laughs) So, he's got the Hispanic girl from the second arc with him, and they've gone to this wedding. And it's these two families who have been feuding uh, for, for centuries, as far as we know. But they've come to terms with the fact that one daughter from one family and one son from the other family have fallen in love. It's kind of a Romeo and Juliet story. They're going to try to unite the families. And the, the Hispanic girl is like, I, I don't really know why you brought me here, why you made me come. I, I don't understand what you're doing. He's like, well, there's power in death. She's like, death? We're at a wedding. He's like, oh, just sit down and shut up and don't say anything. You're going to see what happens. So he makes her sit down and wait. Well... The minister disappears, so it causes some turmoil with the families until this other minister shows up. And it turns out to be some kind of crazy demon priest who has the full intention of causing everybody there to break their truce and start killing each other. And it's basically this one huge, crazy, epic battle of all these people wearing, you know, nice flowery tuxedos and, and, you know, nice dresses and whatnot. It's just brutal. And it's a great story. It really is. Uh, It focuses on that. It focuses on what's going on with Jackson Back at HQ, they found another white room. They're planning on another way to attack Marcus because they know he's the bad guy. They know what he's up to because he gets a vision of all the things that are going on in the world, the the aspects of death. And Jackson kind of figures out, you know, that he's actually being haunted by the Grim Reaper, which is uh, a big revelation for that character. Yeah, it's a great book, man. I'll tell you what, man. I love Jackson. Love he's got all the ghosts with him. Uh, I, the old bastard. That's what he is. He's a bastard. <laughs> I like him. I mean, you're right. Oh, shit just breaks loose, man. I mean, I, I guess he's trying to steal... What's he trying to do with death? He's trying to steal the soul or trying to replace death? I can't really figure out what he was trying to do there, what the end game was. He's trying to uh, use death to capture a, a soul, a ghost, 
That's he what used it, it was. to give himself immortality. That's been his goal from the very beginning. Yeah, that, that's that's really messed up way of going about it, I have <laughs> to say. But no, man, like I said earlier, man, my boy Josh is killing it. Yeah, it's a great, killing it. great series. One of many from Josh Williamson. You go, gangster. <laughs> well, my top book of the week uh, has ended. And I'm kind of sad. And I don't know how to take this. But my number one book of the week was 10 Grand Number 12. J. Michael Straczynski and C.P. Smith. It was a great issue. I can't lie. I mean, the whole series I've really enjoyed. Uh, I think it's a must-read for anybody out there who, who wants to try something a little bit different. Um, you know, Joe has finally defeated the armies of hell. You know, he's got the angel with him. He's making a deal with heaven to not save his soul, but to just buy himself another hour with his wife. You know, this whole time he's been fighting to get five minutes with her here and there, and he always gets robbed of, of his time there with her. He never really gets to see his wife again. So her body's laying vacant in a coma in a hospital in the real world, and he's trapped in hell with her. So he makes it his goal to punish the people that are responsible for him being in this situation. And now that he's in hell, he actually has that opportunity. So you would think that once you're in hell, there's really not much that somebody could do to make it worse for you. <laughs> but uh, he finds a way, which is creative and, and pretty cool. Uh, and then, you know, of course, he manages to sway the angel into doing what he wants as well and gets that last hour with his wife. Like, he goes back to the hospital, and her soul is reinserted into her body, and they spend another hour together talking and hugging each other in the park, and then she passes away. And his fate's kind of left up in the air, but you can assume that relatively soon he's going to pass away as well. But it's just a great love story with all kinds of amazing heaven and hell fight scenarios and whatnot. I know that's what you love most about it. Tell you what, man. When I started reading this book, I didn't expect a love story to break out. I went to a fight, and the love story came out of it. Like, what the hell just happened? But you're all right. What he did to the guy, the bastard who put him in this situation, the guy's laying there with his guts hanging out on the railroad tracks, and he, like, puts his salvation within reach of him, but he can't quite get there, and he can't get to it. It's like, ah! Love it. But the best part is, I like how you said he swayed the angel. Dude, he beat the living crap. Put on the brass knucks. Put on the Jesus knucks. That's right. The Jesus knucks. Well, I wasn't going to give everything away. <laughs> I'll give it away. <laughs> give it away. Give it away now. <laughs> and just whoop some ass. He went Old Testament, baby. Old Testament. But yeah, it was such a great book. You know, it was just a heartfelt ending. And if you didn't pick up single issues, I recommend you pick it up and trade. It's something you'll treasure. It's really good. Yeah, I agree. What was your number? You said Ghost was your number one. Ghost so what was your number, number two? One. My number two was uh, Shutter number eight from Joe Keating and Layla DeLuca. Good choice. Um, in this issue, uh, Kate Christopher, you know, remember in the last book, she got stabbed. Yep. Right in the guts. Well, she gets medical attention and she meets her sister who is, you know, this evil person who she's been trying to find out more about but stay away from at the same time so far throughout the series. And her sister kind of introduces her to this whole world of people that are also after her father. And that, you know, provides her with proof that her father is still alive. She also finds out what her sister's objective is, which is kind of messed up. Uh, especially if you remember back in the first couple issues how bad she was treated by her mother. So there's that story going on. And there's also the story going on with the cat clock. Which I thought that was the coolest part of the book was the first couple pages. Because Joe Keating had a great idea to give the cat clock character a bit of backstory. The character doesn't actually have a name. Uh, by doing this, like, Sunday morning newspaper cartoon strip, two pages, and uh, each one was, like, a different panel. Like, one was Marmaduke, one was, like, Family Circus, but they weren't called that. They were all somehow related to the cat clock, and they were drawn in the style of whatever those other comics were. Mm -hmm. It was just such a cool concept, such a cool idea, and I, I just loved it. I thought the book was amazing. That was great. I uh, like the cat story, obviously. I don't like the fact that he doesn't have his head still. Uh, and at the end, you saw what the little boy did to him, and but and he was so happy. But 
you know, the cat, the cat clock, everybody's been reading it knows that he looks like Felix the cat. And so I wanted him to get his head back. <laughs> I thought he was going to, like, you know, break out. The funny part was when the boy asked the people, do you guys have a head? <laughs> but, it, you know, it's cool. And the story, the other story, Kate's story, everything else, you find out her dad's a bastard. Why would you do that to your kid? Right now, we live to believe that he faked his death. We don't know why, but he's still having kids. <laughs> Apparently. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> a gigolo. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a great book. I like it. Yeah, definitely my number two. Uh, as far as your pick of the week, what did you choose? I went with Deep State number three. Uh, Justin Jordan and Ariella Christentina. Yes, I like both of them. This book is just, you know, aliens from the moon come down, taking over people's bodies, making them do things, and just, it just got out of hand. I mean, it was one guy, and then the, the cop and the other person, they realize it's getting crazy, and they just takes, they take over the almost whole freaking town. It's just insane. They're trying to assimilate, like the Borg. Well, they're they're <laughs> oh, they're assimilating. Did you see that shot? Where it was like, I swear to God, it was like a hundred people. Yeah, I mean, they're and they're all talking like targeted, found, targeted, shot. <laughs> it's pretty obvious they share like a hive mind kind of thing, like the Borg. Yeah, I mean, that's the the best comparison I can give right now because they have that tower in the middle of the town, and they use some kind of weird spinal device to affect the people. Like it puts it on their back, and it goes inside of them and starts messing with their brain, and they pull it back out. Kind of reminds you of that one movie. Was that the Puppet Masters that did that kind of shit? Yeah, I think so. Uh, but I don't really know who's controlling them. I mean, you, you, you know, some alien race, probably. Um, probably the Borg, <laughs> like you said earlier. Could be, could be. But the main character, you know, the, the two main characters, the, the guy and the girl, they split up. And he sends the girl to get, like, a better viewpoint on the roof to see what's going on. And then the guy is like, well, I'm going to try something crazy. That was crazy, by that, the way. That might actually give us a chance of beating this, because we have to keep it contained. If it breaks out of this, this little town, uh, the whole world is pretty much screwed. So he comes up with an interesting idea. Uh <laughs> I'm not sure if it's going to work out for him. He was left in a kind of a precarious position at the end of the issue. But, uh, yeah, it was really good. It was one of my favorite books this week as well. Yeah, because badass number one comes to medium. <laughs> You're like, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. It's a good book, man. Oh, Jordan doing a great job. So what's your uh, pick of the week? My pick of the week is Star Wars number one. Oh. <laughs> wow, it threw me for a loop there. Uh, it's the big book that came out this week. Everybody was excited about it because... <laughs> You know, Marvel and Disney have the rights to Star Wars again, finally, and everybody was curious to see what it was going to be like. Uh, obviously, Jason Aaron is the writer, and John Cassidy is the artist. Uh, Jason Aaron has been doing amazing work for the last year. He's done so many great series. Uh, so people were interested to see if he could tackle Star Wars and write it in a way that really felt true to the original saga, and I feel like he did. The whole time I was reading it, it felt like it was right out of the continuity. It felt like it fit right in between Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, and it didn't miss a beat. And that's coming right after the Dark Horse Star Wars series, which I thought was excellent as well, that came between Empire and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I mean, I like the Dark Horse uh, release of it, and I like this one, too. I thought it was great, too. Uh, I didn't think they didn't miss a beat, and I told you when I was reading it, I felt like I could hear the theme song in my head. <laughs> and when Vader and all those other people were there, I'm like, I could hear their themes. Like, yeah, I'm all on board, man. It's a great book. I was very happily surprised, because I, I had kind of low expectations for it after being so happy with the Dark Horse one. Uh, I was not sure how Marvel is going to be treating Star Wars, how Disney is going to be treating Star Wars. So how as good as this was, it kind of gave me a little bit of hope for Episode 7. Like, I'm actually getting a little excited for Episode 7 this year now. I'm fine with it. You know Mickey Mouse is the Dark Lord right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Lord. <Hulk>. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, speaking on that, uh, son of a gun, I was going to tell you something. Oh, yeah, so you told everybody how when we got there and we got our Star Wars book, how you were able to get a free pen. And everybody seemed to be getting the same button. I reach in there and I get Vader. <laughs> You're like, damn it. <laughs> I didn't really care that much, but the clerk was kind of annoyed because, yeah, because he didn't know there was a Vader pen in there. And you were like, Miguel got the only one. <laughs> <laughs> the force is strong with me. Yeah, 
well, the dark side at least. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told that. <laughs> That's pretty much it for comics this week. I mean, there was a lot of good books. Uh, just overall, everything I read, I really enjoyed. There wasn't anything that stood out that I disliked. I was interested in another new book that started. I mean, I'm just going to give a little quick props. I mean, Mortal Kombat uh, number one came out today. Mortal uh, Kombat X, right? Yeah, Mortal Kombat X. That's the new game coming out. Uh, it's going to be a whole new thing. It's going to go 20 years in the future. Uh, kids uh, like Sonya, Blade, and Johnny Cage have a kid. But the book was good. You know, it just barely got edged out. But it was pretty good. So, you know, if you like Mortal Kombat, I recommend you pick that up, too. It was, it was extremely violent. I mean, it was hyper-violent even for a Mortal... What did you expect a Mortal Kombat book to be? Uh, especially from coming from DC and not one of the, like adult publishers. Um, yeah, what did you go? Yeah, another DC book. <laughs> we get to read. <laughs> Scorpion was uh, pretty pretty well done. I mean, he was vicious. Well, and you know, when, when you go buy it, you can buy the Scorpion or the Sub Zero cover. I recommend the Scorpion. Oh, of course, <laughs> Sub Zero, my ass. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I'll give you that. We can put Thor in there as an honorable mention. Well, that's fine. That. I appreciate that. It was, you know, I just love Mortal Kombat. Well, now we're going to try something a little bit different. We. Uh, we were planning on having a guest on tonight, but some things happened and he was unable to come on. So we're going to do another episode tomorrow, and then maybe both will get it released this week. Maybe not. We'll just kind of see. Uh, something I wanted to do is a new segment called Getting to Know You. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. Fuck it, man. I don't know the rest of the words. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt my throat. Whose bright-ass idea was me to sing? That was pretty good. Well, you volunteered. Yeah, I don't know. Mine, <laughs> Getting so, to know you. <laughs> so in this segment, what I was thinking is uh, we'll take turns and we'll ask both the other people in the room a question, and then they have to answer it as honestly as they can. Okay. And then we'll rotate. So like I'll ask a question first, and then both of you will answer, and then you'll ask a question, and then both of us will answer, and then Heather, and so forth and so on. So you're going to ask me, I ask Heather, Heather, I ask you. Well, no, you ask both other people in the room. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. So we both have to answer. But we'll, we'll go around, we'll get a couple rounds and okay. see how this goes. I got it. We're always okay. trying, trying new things on the podcast because it's 2015. We've got to try new stuff. The year of anger, goddammit. Well, <laughs> I can't be held responsible for your responses. Okay. <laughs> go big! <laughs> so uh, let's give this a try. Miguel and Heather, what is the weirdest fact about yourself? Ooh, I'll go first. I think the weirdest thing about me is that I don't like bread. That is true. Uh, she does not eat bread in any form. She doesn't eat pasta. She doesn't eat pizza. She gets a hamburger. She doesn't eat the bun. Yeah, I'm really uh, Very, very rarely you'll eat like a tortilla or something, but yeah. you have to be in a special kind of mood for it. Yeah. Every once in a while I'll eat a croissant, but really just like no bread. Yeah. But she loves rice. But I do love rice. <laughs> Gotta get those carbs somewhere. <laughs> rice and potatoes, exactly. What about you? Well, let's see here. Um... That's a good one. I don't know if I have any... Huh. Trump that bitch. Oh, yeah. One of my eyes is a little lower than the other one. Let's see what you got. <laughs> I got that's not that weird. I got that little slope. I shaved a man in prison. <laughs> Most people have asymmetrical faces. That's not that weird. Don't be saying that to me. <laughs> talking about my crooked eye, man. I'll shake oh, you. Okay, I got scars. I say I got four scars. Four scars. Four scars. From what? Uh, surgery. That's not that weird. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Uh, let's see here. No point for me. Okay, there's nothing wrong with my left leg, but my right foot, I can take my right foot and go all around in circles, and you can hear like all the bones is like move simultaneously. It's weird. Can't go all the way 360, but I can do this kind of crap. Yeah, and then like the bones are popping all over the damn place. You can you can actually see it pop out sometimes. It's kind of disgusting. All right, that's not good, man. That's not good. Go see the doctor. What is that? Plantar fasciitis or what? Is that even it? I don't even know what I'm saying. Give myself diseases. I don't even know. You got a disease. Foot and mouth disease. <laughs> putting in your mouth so often. <laughs> exactly. I got exactly disease. <laughs> All right. So that was that was my first question. So what's yours, man? 
I should let Heather go first. I'm struggling with this. I got to think of a good question. Okay. You go ahead and ask him something. Who are you going to ask both of us? Damn it. Okay, Heather, why, why don't you ask this question? And then we'll go back to Miguel. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. So what's the worst thing you've done while driving in your car? I had relations. While driving? While driving. That doesn't sound like the worst thing. Crash your car to a tree. Uh, let's see. You're like, oh, oh, tree. I, I was by myself. Oh. No, 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 that was not true. <laughs> Shit, the worst thing I've ever done while I'm driving in my car. That's tough. Let's see here. I've once picked my nose and someone saw me and I flung it at him out the window. <laughs> I, I once uh, pulled up parallel to a grandma who was driving slower and a window down and I said, learn to drive, you stupid old bitch, as loud as I could and then drove away. <laughs> oh, I can touch that. I once with you at Whataburger yelled out, that's a huge bitch. <laughs> I know, and it was when it was when I was ordering food just for me. Like you, you insulted the woman who took my money and you weren't even getting food, so she probably spit in my food or rubbed it on her ass or something. I don't know. She was slow, man. She was taking her time. She was being all like rude, man. That's why she had to be told. That's huge bitch. Well you wait and you tell her as you're driving away, not before she gives me my food. She never heard me anyway. Yes, she did. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> we had that debate the other night. <laughs> so what about you? You're supposed to ask a question now. All right, now I'm going to think about this here. Here, uh, Let's see here. For both of you, what's the weirdest thing you've ever done in the bathroom? Besides taking a poop. <laughs> it's not really weird, but I like hid in the bathroom uh, from a girl in middle school because she threatened to beat me up. Huh, okay. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, something I did in middle school. I climbed up into the rafters of the bathroom and... <laughs> Skipped one of my classes because the bully who was planning on fighting me uh, was going to kick my ass. So I, I, I skipped a class. Both of y'all did that. School. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All righty then. I actually climbed up inside the ceiling. That's the same. <laughs> I didn't go that far. I crouched down behind the toilet in the, in the you know, the handicap stall. I don't think I ever told anybody that. That's interesting. Yeah. Nice. Your turn, sir. If you could have any job, what job would you choose to have? Ooh, that's a good one. Because I can think of a few things I wouldn't mind doing, but... Uh, maybe a professional podcaster. Okay. Or slash sports anchor. Okay. I thought you were going to say something real bad. What, burlesque dancer? What? <laughs> you start a one-man show about horses. <laughs> you want to be an equus? That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> what about um, you, Heather? If I could have any job in the world, what would it be? Well, it would have to be a musician. I mean, I do that already, but... Full time. Should have thought more about it. That's that's obvious for her. Yeah, full time. You know, she can do what she loves. Yeah. I I love music. That's that's number one. So. My wife and I we joke about this. So this is my question. Um, Any celebrity, any person you could have an affair with right now, and it wouldn't hurt this. You get the one hall pass. You're allowed to do this. Who would it be? Why do you always? Why do you look at me? You have to go first. How about you go first? Steve Seagal. How about you go first? Chuck Norris. That's not fair. Matthew McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey. Morgan Freeman? Miguel's no. trying to start a war in here. Dan Franco? <laughs> no, I'm not. It's, it's, no, it's like you can choose a celebrity. You're allowed. My wife will tell me John Travolta in a heartbeat. Plain and simple. Mine would be James Franco. I mean, what the fuck? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Well, that's obvious. <laughs> no, mine would not be James Franco. Okay, whose would yours be? Who would mine be? That's obvious, too. It's Eva Green. <laughs> you know me well, sir. I do know you well. Actually, now it's a close second between her and Paige, the wrestler from WWE. I've always really liked Leonardo DiCaprio. I, I, I would say him. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, okay. Mm-hmm. You? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> my man alone. 
I can tell you this, but it's it's the reason is really really fucked up. <laughs> Kate Upton? No, no, Christina Ricci. Because uh, ever since I was a kid, I had a crush on her as Wednesday Adams, and as you know, now we're about the same age. I don't like her as Wednesday Adams. Still, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Okay, then. It's kind of always stuck with me. I'm not trying to start any war, but that was a legitimate question. That was a yeah. good question. Go, Miss Heather. I, I already said. I said Leonardo. No, no, no. Your your question. Oh my question. What's the worst insult you've ever said to someone face to face? I don't give a shit if you go out and get hit by a fucking car. You don't mean shit to me. And did you regret it? No. He deserved it. I've said a lot of really mean things to a lot of people. It's hard for me to remember. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just told somebody to go die in a fire to their face. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't say to go get it in an accident. I said, I don't care if you got it in an accident. You know, you're like, go die in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I should just go die for you. Anima. <laughs> to be fair, the guy was really annoying me. <laughs> and no, I don't regret it at all. Nice. No regrets? No regrets. No Your turn, regrets. Deadpool. You only live that, that saying YOLO, you only live once or whatever. So. What's the nastiest food you've ever tried? Or what's the nastiest thing you've ever put in your mouth? I can't answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was a dill pickle. Let's go! <laughs> okay, let's keep this food related. <laughs> uh, Can you keep it food related? Jesus, what kind of hoe do you think I am? <laughs> a hoe for show. <laughs> I got paid. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. The nastiest thing I've ever had was... Shit, it was some Indian food. It was shit. <laughs> I can't. That tasted like shit. <laughs> Might have well been shit. Any of it was pretty gross. I can't remember what it was, but it was freaking nasty. Dude, I spit it out real quick, and I could not get the taste out of my mouth. I drank like everything I could find. Hell, I almost drank Worcestershire sugar, sugar sauce to get, <laughs> to get it out of my mouth. It was that freaking bad. Like like liquid shit in my mouth. All right. I ordered a salad from. Uh... Or was it Domino's? And and there was a fly at the bottom after I'd eaten most of it. <laughs> I was so mad. Oh, God. I would have started ralphing. I didn't. I called it and I said I wanted another salad without a fly. <laughs> and then they didn't believe me, so the man came back and I showed him. Uh, let's see here. People want to know you. Um... Well, I have a question. Well, go ahead. You can only choose one song to play at your funeral. What would it be? It would have to be Amazing Grace. Why? It's a beautiful song, and I couldn't think of anything else. No, <laughs> no um, Taps, being prime military, I'd need that and, and the guns fired. I would play with Odin on our side by Amon Marth. <laughs> and I want a Viking funeral. Yes, you, you told me. I'll give you the horns. <laughs> I'll light you on fire, man. Nothing but metal needs to play at my funeral. All right, so your turn, man. Okay. Um, you guys been married how long now? Almost eight years. That's that's pretty good. So, you know, this is a bedroom question. This is fun where I get to choose and pick on you. Fantasy. Role play. What would your fantasy role play be right now? Okay, it doesn't have to be with your wife. It can be with your, your, your Christina Ricci. You, with you? Christina <laughs> Ricci. You just had a thought about Christina Ricci, and you said Leonardo DiCaprio. So what would you be your favorite role-playing game? What would you dress up as? That's what I want to know. What would I dress up as? I would dress up as a French maid. I know that's, I know that's like, typical, but I would. Wee oui, wee. Oui. A pirate. You That's bunch of. So you guys are so fucking lame. I was expecting to hear something like a, a stripper or, 
or <laughs> or or uh, oh no, excuse me. Hand you could go like switch it up. You'd be a a male handyman or something, <laughs> and you'd be like whatever. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, I got a handy made. I'm mean, excuse me. Handy made. French made and freaking pirate. I can see that. Oh, I should have done this. Do you have the pants and the sword? Of course, he's male. (laughs) Yo-ho. Yo-ho, maybe. Okay, I get it. But the point is, if you're going to have pants on, like, wouldn't you want to, like, just have the sword or something? No, you got to set the mood. You got to be, like, if you're a pirate, you got to be, like, bold, you know? You can't have all that shit on. That's too much work. Well, I was just planning not to shower for, like, six weeks. (laughs) 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 Wear a poofy shirt. That's the case. Talk to to your man-wife, because that ain't happening. (laughs) Whoa, whoa. He said it was my fantasy. Oh, my God. I was going for authenticism. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Authentication of the time period doesn't help. (laughs) That's not getting anywhere. That's some good shit there. <laughs> Go ahead, Mr. J. See what you got. What's your next one? All right. Um... <laughs> Sorry, can't get the damn scurvy out. Scurvy. Fuck you. Kiss your Christina Ricci goodbye. <laughs> 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 and don't show up in a, with a peg leg. I got, a, I got a good one. Okay. What's the nicest thing you've ever done for somebody that they didn't know about? <laughs> Horse to please don't do nice things. <laughs> oh shit! What do you mean they don't know about it? Like I did it, and then they knew about it, or I did it, and they never found out I did it. They didn't know about it at the time. They could find out about it later. Like something I may have done for my wife, and she didn't know at the beginning, and then all of a sudden she knew. Yeah. Well, shit. That's not. I didn't do anything like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do more things like that, but I can never keep a secret. You know, I leak like a like a pipe, man. I just can't keep secrets. And my wife and my mother can read me like a book. That's a damn good question. I have to really think about that. I, I know what mine is. Well, go ahead. I'm still thinking. Okay, what's yours? I told one of Justin's friends to apologize to him. I texted him. I told him he was wrong for fucking with him and being an ass. And he needed to apologize and, like, grow up. And he did. And I never told you. <laughs> that explains a lot, actually. <laughs> I once drove, like, a long, long way to get to a friend uh, for a funeral, and he didn't see me showing up, um, and I brought flowers and stuff, so uh, they didn't expect me there. So I came out to help out and just to lend a handing hand and do whatever I could. I think he found out I did a lot more that day than, you know, stuff like that, I guess. Okay. I, think, I don't like to take praise for stuff like that, because, you know, your friends, your family, you know, sure. in the way I was raised. Sure. But don't give me scurvy. <laughs> Stay out of my bedroom. <laughs> I'm not going to there. Apparently, I'm not either. Shit. <laughs> well, damn. Uh, have you ever had any of your other than your ears pierced? Yes. No. Yes. I pierced my belly button in college, and I didn't tell my mom, and then it got infected, and then I had to tell her. Nice. I have not. I, I pierced my left ear when I was 12, and I wore it until I was 22. Or 23, I guess. And mm-hmm. then I uh, took it out because my job wouldn't let me wear it anymore. Yeah. Well, I tried to get me to pierce my ear not too long ago, guys. I'm too old for that now. <laughs> well, now you got to do both. Yeah, I know. Can't it's just do the one. Now. Yeah, that's so 90s. <laughs> Wait, okay, my turn. So if you were in prison and you were sentenced on death row, what would your last meal be? 
pepperoni pizza from like seven different eateries because I want to experience as many as I could. <laughs> and I love pepperoni pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so guess what? If you're listening, send him a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> I won't have to have one. I'll be digging a hole to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Shawshank, baby. <laughs> eat mud and, and rats when you get stuck in the hole. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think mine would have to be steak, some wings, some pizza, some donuts, pretty much anything I've ever liked in my entire life. I'd eat it all and vomit it. I'm going to ask the reflux, what the hell? What's it going to do to me now? That would be it. All right, I got one. Okay. What's the worst nickname you've ever been given and the worst nickname you've ever given someone else? Worst nickname I ever was given was Mijo. Mijo? Mijo. Basically, in Spanish, we say it right. It's mijo, which means son. My mother went to a basketball game and goes, mijo! Mijo! He's screaming, mijo, son, where'd it go? Then you're everybody's hoe? No. All all my friends (laughs) who are African-American were like, mijo! (laughs) (laughs) And so it stuck. It was like that. And there was a few others that stuck, too, that I didn't really care for. (laughs) But that's one that just stuck out to me because it stuck with me for a couple of years, especially when playing basketball. Worst name, worst nickname I've ever given anybody? I don't, I don't think I've ever given anyone a nickname ever. No. I don't know. We, we certainly gave somebody the name Java. Somebody else the name. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, giving someone a nickname of Rancor is pretty bad. <laughs> but it fits. Uh, it did. She was an awful person. Java. Oh, 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 oh. That was, that was her friend who commanded her. <laughs> they were fitting nicknames. I'm not sure. <laughs> what about you, Miss Heather? Okay, the worst nickname somebody ever gave me was, um, they called me Stubby on swim team. Nice. Because I had no feet and no legs. They thought I couldn't swim to the pool. In fact, I could, and I was actually pretty good considering how short I was. So, to that end, whatever. Fuck you and your damn nickname. (laughs) (laughs) What was the worst one you ever gave to somebody? The worst one I ever gave to someone? I don't think I've ever had a worst one. Well, we he certainly did call one of my friends man whore. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I did call him man whore. And it wasn't, it wasn't horse to please. No. Hey. It was, it was, it was, it was not you. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah. That's what's so funny. Yeah. Man whore is pretty, pretty rotten. It's pretty mean. Well, it was, it was a fitting name. I'm not going to. Yeah. He is a man whore. True story dog. True gotcha. Your turn. Okay. So somebody gives you a million dollars. And you have to donate it to a charity. What charity would you donate it to and why? Uh, okay. Like if I really had to give it to anybody, yes. I honestly would probably give it to the V Foundation. Because they're helping people fight cancer. And cancer is a really, really messed up thing right now. Okay. Are we allowed to give it to multiple charities or just one? No, you can only choose one. The Scurvy. Uh, <laughs> the uh, scurvy uh, <laughs> Yeah. Buy an orange for everybody. <laughs> like, nice. No. Uh, Honestly, I think I would, uh, I, I don't know the names of any charities, but I'm sure there's some out there that do stuff to promote literacy for kids. I think that I would definitely do something like that. Because I think education in this country is abysmal, and there's so many stupid people out there that they need to read a goddamn book every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so don't cure disease, just help people read. Yeah, I okay. think it's more important because then those kids can grow up to like be scientists to cure disease in themselves, right? Okay, all right. right? Well, okay. It's investing in the future. What you got there, Chasey? It's your question, isn't it? It's your turn. No, she just wants you. Oh, it's mine? Yeah. Is it? my dog went and then I went after you. Oh, okay. Um, what is the most property damage you've ever done in one act of vandalism? I don't go around vandalizing anything. Surely, you, it, surely you've broken or destroyed something in your life. 
You never got pissed off and kicked somebody's oh. box or something? Oh, I broke somebody's window once. I threw an acorn at a squirrel, hit the air conditioner, bounced up and broke their window <laughs> and ran to my cousin's house. <laughs> yeah, I broke a window. So you broke a window? Uh-huh, with an acorn. All right. Shitty-ass window. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Heather? Well, let's see. Where do I start? I wanted to get revenge on someone. So I decided to put baloney on the hood of their car in, in a smiley face pattern because it eats away the paint. In addition, I also poured honey in air vents in the car. And I also peed in their car. <laughs> And left it sitting in the sun. Who the hell did you do this to? Your best friend? <laughs> no. Who's the guy? Don't get on our bad side. <laughs> Who the fuck? It must be he gave her the keys. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I know Baloney takes your paint off. Really? Interesting. I put it in the shape of a smiley face. <laughs> Very nice. Have a nice day. Fuck <laughs> bitch. Me, bitch. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. Question to both of you. Again, this will be a tough one because you. I know how you're going to want to answer it. But I want you to honestly answer and you're probably still gonna get the same fucking answer you damn sellouts what's the biggest moment in your life today right now the number one most like, hugest moment you've ever had in your life right now most to important now. moment of my entire life of your moment inter- of, most important moment today what is your big no no not today for your entire <laughs> life what is the, of your whole lifespan what is the number one this is like anytime i think of my greatest thing that ever ever happened to me this is number one i'll let you go first that's not fair because i know he both he <laughs> you want to see if she answers a different way then you're off the hook to answer a different way too <laughs> all right well obviously our wedding was was an important one okay let me let me take that out wedding aside what's the next biggest moment in your life i know mine the day you molested your grandmother <laughs> <laughs> Is that, how does that feel, Grandma? <laughs> no, no. Actually, when I played Magic and I finally made it to the Pro Tour for the first time, it was something that I've been working towards since I was like 14 years old. Uh, honestly, that was the greatest feeling I've ever ever experienced. I was euphoric for like two whole days. I mean, I'll never experience that again. I mean, it's something I worked for for so long, like half my life. So that was definitely the biggest moment aside from my wedding. Fucking nerd. Yeah, I am, but I mean. Nerd. What can I say? <laughs> nerd. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Pretty sweet, man. Pretty true. That's awesome. I, I can understand that. I can get that. For me, I don't think I've reached that point yet. Aside from our wedding. Nothing stands out, huh? I mean, everything is important to me. Everything's about equal? Okay. I can respect that. I don't know. I mean, everything that I reached were like stepping stones to go to the next level. So nothing was really greater than anything else. It was just like a stepping stone. Okay. That's cool. I get that. Yeah. Your question, ma'am. Okay. If you had to be trapped on an island, what is the one piece of technology you would take with you and why? Is there housing on this island or is it just like a deserted island? It's a deserted island. You could take one piece of technology. I'd take a boat so I can get the fuck off the island. <laughs> it doesn't count. You're stuck on the island. I'm talking about like a like 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 a computer, a phone. It would it would work. It would still work. But like what would you take? Assuming the piece of technology we're taking will not die. Right. And we can use it indefinitely. Right. And we can appropriate the right tools to use it the way it's intended to be used. iPhone? I would take an air conditioner. <laughs> you I would build a house, a little hut, hook the air conditioner up, turn it down to 60, and just live in my little hole until I died. Eh, a phone. I call somebody to come save my ass. As long as you can tweet, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd call someone to come save me. Hello. Post some selfies from the island. (laughs) Me talking to Wilson. Wilson. If I can't take a boat, you can't ask for help. (laughs) 
I know there were too many. Nobody's going to come when you have scurvy. <laughs> Don't go to Justin's Island. You're fucked. I'm sorry. That was a, that was, it was too open-ended. That worked, though. It came out funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the scariest moment you've ever had in your entire life? The day I was about to have surgery, and they had just stuck a needle in my arm to get a certain a blood, not from your top vein, but from a vein inside, a different type of vein. And my hand froze like this, and I went into surgery, not knowing if what was going to happen to me. I actually thought I was going to die. I was probably the first time I was actually really, really scared. How old were you? 23. What were you going to surgery for? I had the cyst the size of a lemon on the top of my lung, Ugh. but no one could find what was wrong with me. My lung kept on collapsing. That's not good. Yeah, it collapsed like twice. Had they, and I drove myself both times to the hospital. And they were saying if I would have stayed at home longer through the day, I probably would have died because it would have collapsed on my heart completely. That's a good thing you went. Yeah, but I was in some serious pain. But yeah, when they finally, they kept me in there for like three months, and then they finally, that's why I have all the X's on my body because they cut me in four different locations to find what was wrong, and they finally found it. I thought you just like playing tic tac toe on yourself. Oh, no, hell no. No, their X is not, 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 not hashtags. <laughs> They're not O's. They're just X's. No, I think about X's and slices. That's pretty much what it was, and they found it. That's good. Non-cancerous, so it's, you know, benign, so it's a good thing. So, but yeah, that was my scariest moment in my life. Scar- scariest moment for me was um, seeing my dad when he had a heart attack, and they rushed him to the hospital. And um, the doctor came out, and he was talking to my mom and I, and he basically said that he wasn't sure if he was going to make it, and he was just very matter of fact. There was no like tone other than, you know, like how I'm talking. He said he's in really bad shape. We don't know. And uh, we'll be back out in a little while to tell you. And then after the surgery, they wheeled him into, you know, like the recovery room or whatever. And he was as white as the door. Hmm. I mean, he literally looked dead. And they said they had to revive him a few times and bring him back to life. That is pretty scary. So I feel really lucky to have to I got two questions for you, but I'm going to start with this one. Since we're all podcasting together, what do you want this podcast to be? What is the end game for you here? What do you want it to become? Where, where are you hoping to take this? Bitches money now. Whoa! Just I like the way you think. <laughs> okay, Not really. I'm rolling with you, baby. <laughs> I, need, I need an entourage. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, we, you and I have had this conversation many times. You know, mm-hmm. I want this to be the best comic book podcast out there. You know? So you want a legacy? Yeah. When well, I mean, uh, I want to do this as long as we possibly can. Okay. Till we die? You know, well, I mean, sure. Why not? Right till we die, bitches. <laughs> you and I are going to be 80 years old sitting on the porch talking about, eh. <laughs> this one has too many words. Be in our rocking chairs and our walkers, you know, podcasting on some porch, drinking iced tea. I can't hear you. Speak a little louder. Hey, Bartle. They're all giving up on the podcast like 20 years ago. <laughs> Those assholes are sitting out on the porch. They just won't stop doing it. Dylan. Ain't got time for that. Dylan, their damn wood. <laughs> I, I, that's, you know, I just like to keep doing it as long as it's fun, and hopefully it's fun forever. And, you know, I do want to produce the best show we possibly can, so I want to keep working, you know, to make us the best comic book podcast out there. You know, that's, that's it for I me. Agree. I agree. You feel the same way? Yeah, I concur. I, I want to just have fun and hang out with you guys because you're funny. So she's not going to give up us in 20 years down the road. <laughs> well, <that's, you> know, <laughs> she says that now. <laughs> well, you know where I stand on that. I'll answer the question, too. I want it to be the best. I want us to be the best. I want us to be number one when it's all said and done, dust clears, that we have a legacy that when we're long and gone and dead, that our kids and kids and grandkids and their grandkids can come back and listen because the shit will be around forever, the Internet and whatnot. They can go back, hey, listen to Great Grandpa. 
This is a great, great, great grandpa. Hey, look at this. What an asshole. I know, that fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> he was funny. What made him think it was that funny? You know, that was, I just was curious. I just wanted to know. That's cool. You don't have that conversation with me. I know, but I figured they would, I'd like the people to know that we really want to be the best. All right. Second question. You can change one thing about yourself right now. What would you change? Um, if I could change one thing about myself, I'd, I'd get rid of my insomnia, honestly. Like, I'd, I'd get rid of it so I'm able to sleep. Either that or I'd get rid of my, I'd definitely get rid of my allergies, actually. Because I think they're related. If I got rid of my allergies, I think my life would just be a lot better. Gotcha. If I could get rid of one thing, um, I would put my knee back to the way it was. I totally understand that, too. Cool. You got another one? If you could be any animal, what would you be and why? I'd be a bear. <laughs> because they, they hibernate for, for months on end, and they sleep a lot. And, uh, you know, they're pretty laid-back, easy lives, because most animals are terrified of them. And, uh... Yeah, bear. Easy answer. You know what I'd say I'd be? A horse. Of course. You'd be a stud. That's right. <laughs> Land the wood everywhere I go. <laughs> and then I get to be the best Elmer's glue ever. <laughs> what a dream. <laughs> Actually, I was going to go with hippo. Well, you're halfway there, buddy. Oh! <laughs> you're already there. <laughs> you got the gap to the Oh! <laughs> Bend over, I'll give you a Fuck gap. You. That's wrong. That's the worst insult ever. That is so fucking wrong. Dick. <laughs> but you know why hippos are mean, so you better watch the fuck out. You really are halfway there. <laughs> and hippos can swim too, bitch. No, I want to be a Clydesdale horse. Exactly. Pull the Budweiser there. <laughs> Be a stud. I thought you were going to say unicorn. But <laughs> nice. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. What you got there, JC? If you could kill any person in the world without any repercussions, who would it be? Ooh, that's a good one. I need more than one. <laughs> well, that may, <laughs> that may be true. But, you know, for the sake of argument, pick one. Or pick two if you have to. Dude, I don't know. I think you know. <laughs> no, I actually no, No, not that one, the one you're thinking. No. Mm-mm. Oh shit. Let me think about this one. What about you? I don't think I would. I mean, as crazy as an enraged as I get in the car at people who drive, who are idiots, and don't understand traffic laws and how to operate their motor vehicle, um, I don't know. I don't think I would, I would take somebody else's life. I talk big game, but I don't know, man. You'd have to push me. I think it'd almost have to be the point where someone where they actually like injured you or they hurt your family or they try to break in. And some, somewhere along that line, someone who probably doesn't need to be here. I, I don't I don't think you really... I'm a way more horrible person than you guys. <laughs> I'd be like, that guy, that guy, that guy. <laughs> I have no qualms about it whatsoever. There's plenty of people I could take out and the world would be a better place. <laughs> but that's just me. Your turn. Well, that just, you know, you just like stomped me there. <laughs> We're going to be in killers now. <laughs> Trying to go with interesting questions. I'm trying to think how I want to say it. If you have one, go before me, Heather. I'm, I'm thinking how I want to word it. Okay. What is the dumbest thing you've ever done? <laughs> like the stupidest thing you've ever done. Ever. <laughs> one time my mom uh, gave me a huge stack of mail and said, drop it in the mailbox. And I said, okay. I put it on the counter. I was like, I'm going to go out in a little while. I will. She's like, well, if you're going out, we might stop by the store and get some, I don't know, milk or something as well. I was like, yeah, that's fine. So she said, here's $20. And I said, okay. I put it on top of the pile of mail, went upstairs, did some stuff, came back down, grabbed the whole pile, went and sat in the car, drove up to the mailbox, put it all in the chute. $20 at all. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing I've ever done. I was so angry at myself. <laughs> like, that fucking mailman is getting $20 for nothing. 
Oh, that's the easy stupidest thing I ever did was jumping on a freaking scale hanging in the garage thinking I could weigh myself on the scale that only goes up to 60 pounds. So the nail bent, the scale came down, I cracked my head, I got nine, I got eight stitches later. <laughs> bleeding galore. Like, why is my head wet? Oh, shit, I'm bleeding. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> or maybe the time I tried to ride on a slip and slide like I was surfing and I fell back and cracked my head again. <laughs> or maybe the time I thought I could jump a bike on a ramp into a ditch and flip my ass over. In water. Yeah. I remember that time I thought I could parkour in the office. <laughs> and I nearly broke my ass. And there's there's black scuff marks. No, I didn't bring it up. <laughs> black scuff marks everywhere now. <laughs> Hope no one listens. <laughs> Dumbest thing I ever did was stick my finger in a light socket. <laughs> and it shocked me and then I didn't do it again. I Dumbest. convinced somebody to stick a fork in one one time. Stop. <laughs> That's what, what about you? Oh, damn. Uh, son of a gun. If you had to exchange us with a co-host from another podcast, who would it be and why? From any podcast? Yes. So you're going to replace me and then you're going to replace Heather. Who are you going to replace us with? Oh, so I have to pick somebody to replace I, both of you. Yes. Okay. Um, and why? You know, if I had to replace Heather, I think I would put Brian Quinn in her spot. Okay, 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 okay. No celebrities. Has to be podcasts you know. No. Okay, so like only local podcasts? or what? Local podcasts. People on our level. Okay. From everywhere from, you know, you can't go to what say you, Tess D or anything like that. You got to be like us. I mean, if I had to get rid of, I mean. <laughs> get rid of? No. <laughs> no, it's like something, an illness or something happened to us and we have to step away from the show for a while. Okay, okay. We're not fucking dead, asshole. <laughs> We're not gonna, just, no, no. Just, oh, you guys are done. I'm done with you pieces of crap. I already told you I could drop people like this. <laughs> Bullet to the head. We're on the list, Miguel. I know. Just walk out now. <laughs> Christina Ricci, McConaughey ain't got no love in here. Peace out. No, okay. I'm, if I had to replace Heather, mm-hmm. I'd put Bright Fire in that spot. Man, you've gone from a woman to a dude. Just because I, I think that the dynamic between him, you, and me is really funny. Okay. And I think that would work really well. So he's the chick of the relationship. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> nice. Okay. He's going to love that. <laughs> All right, who would you place me with? If I had to replace you... That's because I'm sick and I'm not dead. <laughs> um, I think I'd go with uh, Josias from the Comic Syndicate. Really? Yeah. Because uh, you guys have... Similar sense of humor about a lot of stuff, and I think that uh, the dynamic would, I mean, it would definitely change, but I don't think it would change that much. I think he and I have a lot we could talk about. Uh, also, I, maybe I could go with Joseph from uh, BS Excluded, because hmm. he and I have a lot in common, and we, we could definitely talk for hours about stuff. Gotcha. Miss Heather? I don't, I don't listen to enough podcasts to make that educated. Okay. You want me to go then? Yeah, who would you pick? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm curious to see what you would say. If we were to lose Heather, um... We're a loser? Yeah. I don't know where <laughs> lost. I already got lost at the circus once. Don't lose me again. I think you got to keep a female. And listening to a few podcasts and everything else... Okay, so of the four other females you know that do podcasting, <laughs> who would you pick? I would take Shaddai. I'd bring Shaddai and have this place because we got along well. We joked. We clicked. All of us did. And being a female, she could hold her, her own in the thing. She knows comics, too. A little bit here and there. So... She has Heather's type of personality, I think, a little bit here. So, a tad. Not a lot, but she has some of it. So, I think it would be a good blend. Okay. To replace you? I'm okay with that. To replace you. That's huge. They have to be able to click with me. Oh, I think that they had to be huge. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's huge. That's huge. (laughs) That would be tough. Honestly, it would probably have to be Josias. Just like you said. 
Adam would have been the other one I would have thought of. That would be a whole different show. <laughs> yeah. But I think Josias and we would click pretty well. So I honestly think, yeah, it'd be me, Josias, and Shaddai. That would be an interesting show. Okay. I don't want you guys to go anywhere. I'm just saying. <laughs> Whose question is it? It would be Heather's. If you could be any celebrity, who would you be and why would you be that celebrity? Like, what would you get out of being that celebrity? Probably Kevin Smith. <laughs> I mean, he, he gets to go to all the coolest cons and uh, he gets to know all the people in the industry. He can kind of do whatever he wants in the comic world. Plus, he gets to direct awesome movies and he's a writer. And I don't know, like, I have a lot of parallels in my life with his and he's kind of a hero of mine. So that would be an easy choice. Okay. It's a real tough one for me. Danny Trejo, right? Oh, you dick. <laughs> I could be my chat there having all the women. <laughs> you racist bastard. <laughs> you can kill with impunity. <laughs> <laughs> Grab people's intestines and jump out the window. <laughs> no, man, Michael Douglas. He's going home. He's going home. Nah, I will be serious. I'd probably want to be James Franco. I really would. I think he doesn't give a damn what people think. I think he's actually a decent actor. He's brilliant. He's in so many stuff. He does musicals. He directs. Um, I find him really funny. He's just all over the place. Just all around funny kind of guy. All right. I knew you loved Franco. No. Actually, <laughs> I wanted it to be Matthew McConaughey, but... It, you know. <laughs> just take your shirt off. And That's right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Please, I want to be Ben Affleck. <laughs> anybody you don't want to be? <laughs> just me a demon. Me a demon. <laughs> All right, so one final round of questions. Okay. okay. If you had to describe yourself in three words, what three words would you use? Tall, dark, gruesome. <laughs> okay, we'll give us our three, and then I want you to give us what you think our three are. I'm going to say honest. Big. <laughs> Big is clearly a word. <laughs> no, I was going to say caring, but I can't say that because I flip-flop all the time. So I was trying to think of the word. Uh Floppy? No, not flip flop. This is a, this is a nice <laughs> medical term. Thank you. Let me get it out there. Psychotic, bipolar. Mm. <laughs> bipolar, so no. It's so not nice. So yesterday. I know. Honestly, the three words that really describe who I am to the core is I am oh, shit. <laughs> bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> I think I am caring. I think I do have a big heart with my family and my friends. I think that's part of me. I feel I'm honest because I will tell you exactly what I think of you immediately. Um, the last thing would be is <laughs> strong-minded. Okay. Do you want me to tell you the three I think of you? Dare I ask? <laughs> Go ahead. What you got? Funny brown goofus. Wow. <laughs> no. Are you gallant now? <laughs> no, I mean, I would say, uh, I would say honest is definitely you. Um, honest, loyal, crazy. Okay. I, I can take those. You can put those in any way you want. That would have been fine. <laughs> I'm Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> <laughs> First I'm sour, then I'm sweet. Yeah. I don't need three words. I only got two. <laughs> sweet and sour, baby. Oh, seriously, what three? Loyal, loving, two, and bossy. What's your three for her? Did you want to live? <laughs> Why are you shaking, man? Loyal, loving, and bossy. Okay, <laughs> nice she, job. She, she nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> What are your if three? I had to throw a fourth one in there, I'd be honest as well. So what were your three? I'm just curious. What would you say about yourself? Um, loyal, dependable, and funny. Yeah, I would say funny. Loyal isn't a strong enough word for you. I'd call you a rock. 
should rock right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a word. Oh, no, it's not an adjective. <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> oh, Daryl's giving me good vibrations. <laughs> You're funny. You're a really caring person, even though to the people around you. Well, I don't give a shit about people I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And a dick. <laughs> <laughs> the, peop- the people that I, I love and care about... I'll go to the fucking ends of the earth, go to, like, the most ridiculous extremes to help them out or do anything for them. Yes. And anybody that knows me knows that's true. But if I don't know you or I don't like you, you mean nothing to me. (laughs) The last word I would describe you would be, honestly, would be brilliant. You're one of the smartest people I know. I know quite a few smart people, but I I would honestly say you're probably the smartest person I know. That's probably true. (laughs) You (laughs) fucking conceited. (laughs) Fucking wrinkle. (laughs) <laughs> okay, now if I had to tell you what his were Give them to I, me I, I would agree with Miguel, brilliant Sexy, long, and dark <laughs> I would say brilliant That's true I would say loyal And I would say passionate Nice, now here's the one, leave this in For all you minions, all our followers in there Tweet back at us at Comical Podcast or com- you know, Include us both, all of us in Comical, Comical Podcast 2 and Comical Podcast 3 And tell us what you think are the three characteristics you would define each one of us. I like that. And yeah. we'll, we'll laugh at it, and we'll call you assholes. We don't like it. <laughs> no, we won't. But yeah, tweet at us and let us know what you think. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll realize we need to change. <laughs> it's New Year, right? <laughs> and I think that's it for uh, getting to know you. All right. That was a lot of getting to know you. <laughs> well, getting to know If you enjoy our shows and you want to help support us, uh, there's a couple ways you can do that. Number one, go to tweakaudio.com and use promo code COMICAL mm-hmm. at your checkout. They have seven different styles of headphones and seven different colors, including Miguel's favorite, wood. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was Heather's. When you, when you use promo code COMICAL, you'll get a third off the cost of your order, plus free shipping anywhere worldwide. And that shipping rocks, because I ordered, and I got it, it in two days. Yeah, you get it really quickly, and uh, they are amazing headphones, and the podcast sounds great on them, so uh, we really appreciate any support we can get there. We can also donate with us directly by uh, sending money to our PayPal account, which is comicalpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're looking for a link, we have one up on our website. So any help is appreciated. We're uh, going to a lot of cons this year. Starting this weekend, we're actually going to Victoria Comic Con. Uh, it's a small one, but there's a couple cool people there. Ernie Hudson's going to be there. Hopefully, we can talk to him. Winston. <laughs> and uh, we're planning on doing T-shirts this year, which we talked about. Uh, we have we have a lot of aspirations. We we need new, some new equipment. We need new money for T-shirts. You heard it here first. T-shirts with ass. More giveaways. Uh, we're going to do more giveaways. We're just going to do everything bigger this year. So give it away, give it away. Yeah, we, we appreciate any support you guys can give. Okay. And like like we did in episode fifty five, uh, we're going to be putting out another bonus episode for the people that help us. Uh, it probably won't be a blooper like last time, but it will be another bonus episode that is exclusive. To the people that support us in some way. So, if you want to get your hands on that, the best way to do it is to support us now. That's right, because remember, Comical Podcast is for the people, by the people, and all the time, the people. (laughs) Check it. Check the mic. (laughs) So, uh, now, it's time for Heather to tell me a funny story. (laughs) That's not fast enough. (laughs) Damn it, I thought it was quick. Hang on, let me snip this coke. (laughs) (laughs) Well, our school decided to take uh, a trip, like a, like a field trip, for the end of the year party. And so we 
I was a chaperone, and so was Justin. <laughs> and one other guy. There was uh, there's another teacher there. There was as well. another teacher. So there were three of us chaperones, and there were only about like 15 kids. It wasn't like very many kids. So we were like, okay, we got this in the bag. And these were like high school seniors. So um, it's kind of an end of the year goodbye party for the kids. Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty fun. We went to this popular place called Dave and Buster's. I don't know if anybody has those in other parts of the world or states, you know, but hey. But this is like a fun, like really cool arcade. They have arcade games. They You can get food. You can play like uh, bowling and skee ball. And, it's basically a big arcade for adults. Yes. And they have alcohol as well. But of course, we went at a time where they weren't serving all of that or, you know, the kids didn't get any of that. So anyway, we were there, what, three hours? Yeah, I think we got there around 7 and uh, ended up leaving... Or we were supposed to meet to leave around 9.40 because we were supposed to leave at 10. Right. Because we had to have all the kids home, you know, like before 11.30. So we were, it was towards the end of the night and we were trying to round up all the students and there were two students missing, a boy and a girl. And I was like, okay, this is not good. We're missing people. And they're, you know, we're pretty responsible people. So I was like, holy shit. So we go, we start looking for everybody. We send some of the students to go off and look for them <laughs> in pairs. Me and the other teachers stayed at the table just in case the missing kids happened to come by. Right. So I went and looked, and then I came back, and then Justin went and looked. So we looked everywhere. The students didn't find them. We couldn't find them. So we, then we decided, really kind of got worried and panicked. And then I said, okay, Justin, um, I sent him and another one of the students out to the parking lot to see. Well, for, first of all, we, we didn't look at the cars outside because we knew everybody had driven in carpool cars. Oh, that's true. So we, we, we kind of knew. Thank you what all the cars were, but there was one kid, one of the missing boy, who had actually showed up later that day and we weren't aware that he had driven himself. Right. So he had his own car there and he was the only one that did and we weren't aware of that. Right. So I sent Justin and this other uh, student to the parking lot <coughs> to see if kids were out there. So 10, 15 minutes go by and Justin and the student show back up. So Justin has this strange look on his face as he approaches the table. He's <laughs> like, um, well, there's a problem. I was like, what's the problem? And I'm a problem solver. So he's like, well, I saw some feet in the window and the window was fogged up and I didn't know what to do. And the student didn't know what to do with me. So we just came back and thought you could go deal with it. I was like, what do you mean you saw feet? What was going on? We went outside and, uh, you know, I don't know these kids that well. They've only seen me in passing when I've come to the school or whatever. If you don't know what I look like, I'm about six foot one. I'm a big dude, I have a big beard, I have kind of an aggressive looking face. You know, these kids were in this car, obviously fooling around, because it was all foggy and I saw like sock prints. Like, I walked up to the car and a foot slapped up against the window. I didn't want to like keep going up to the car and like staring in, because then they'd think I was some kind of creepy dude, like watching them. <laughs> You're a looker! I didn't want to be a looker, I was trying not to be a looker. So that's why I went and got Heather. Heather can be a looker because they, they know Heather. <laughs> <laughs> You're a looker! Yeah, because I'm in charge, so that makes it better. So I'm like, oh, shit. So anyway, I had to basically, after Justin and the student were like mortified and embarrassed, they came in with faces all red, and then I had to go to the car and break up the midnight rendezvous in the parking lot of a Dave and Buster's. They should not have been doing that in the first place. So I basically knocked on the window and said, uh, I hope you're finished because it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> Basically is what I said. 
I had no time for monkey business, literally. Well, they had plenty of time for it. They were gone for like two hours. Yeah, they were apparently, they had left the restaurant for two hours. And the other students did know where they were. They were just uh, trying to help evade. <laughs> Was the car bouncing? Yes. Yes. <laughs> they were They were definitely getting it on. Was there a sock on the door? Sock on the window. <laughs> was close enough. And Justin wasn't going to answer. He's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Uh, there's a situation. I was like, I'm not going to go and interrupt these kids that don't know me. I mean, there was there was Justin no way that ends terrifying. well for me. They're going to call the police. Some bearded guy was watching us, like, have sex in the parking lot. <laughs> it's in the police. So basically, I had to break up our students that were getting it on on a field trip where we took students. Oh, it was it was stressful. But You should have, you know what you should have done? You should have got, was it a two-door or one four-door? It was a four-door, four door. I think, yeah. Yeah, it was a four-door. They were in the backseat then? It was a four-door. You could have just opened the door. The next time I put just open it real quick and run. <laughs> that would have been awesome. The doors were locked. Start shaking the car even harder. Should have went there. <laughs> <laughs> this is the police. <laughs> Come out with your hands up. <laughs> and your pants down. <laughs> you could have done so much to that. Yeah, but they were kids. Like, I, like you know, they were underage. That's... It's pretty funny. It was a funny night. It was a. <laughs> it was so bizarre, and the kids were so embarrassed too. Like after oh Heather, gosh, after Heather got them, she had to bring them back inside to get the rest of the kids so we could oh all say goodbye God. and leave. They literally did the walk of shame. It was so embarrassing, and I'm like, she. And then she came out crying, like the girl, and she's like, "I'm so sad. I'm going to miss him so much." And I'm like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> Seriously, right now? Oh my God!" So then I was like, "It'll be okay." It's going to be, you know, and I had to talk her through that. And I know she was really upset. And that's a hard moment when you're going off to college and leaving all your friends. Because she didn't get to finish. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. We don't need the specifics, man. <laughs> we don't need all the details. All the juicy details. Yeah. No no more midnight rendezvous with students. Talk about stress. That, that wow. <laughs> <laughs> you send all the kids out around the car and like start banging the on the windows. Well, the funniest part wasn't even the students; it was Justin because he was like mortified and embarrassed. He's like, "I don't know what to do," and I'm like, "What do you mean? You just go say, hey, what are you doing?'" I don't know these kids, and uh, you know they don't. They don't know me either. That's the thing. That's that's like, like that's like life. What would you do if you were a seventeen? Year, what would you do if you're a seventeen-year-old kid? You know, getting it on with your boyfriend, and you look up and there's some bearded guy looking in the window. There's no way that ends well for the bearded guy or for the kids. Like, They would have been scared shitless, and they should have been. <laughs> they were freaks that would have said, you want to join? <laughs> <laughs> no, they would have no. been terrified. <laughs> and that's the idea. You want to scare them out of, out of whatever they're doing. That's great. Oh, and the other kids knew. They knew what was going on. They were smart. <laughs> they were not idiots. It was funny, though. That was pretty funny. And, and you know, there's really not much else for the show tonight. Uh, we have movie and comic and TV news, but we're going to discuss that tomorrow with our guest who hopefully comes back on. Okay. So uh, our listeners will get two episodes this week, hopefully. Ooh. I just want to remind everybody, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash comicalpodcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm at comicalpodcast. I'm at comicalpodcast2. What, 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 check it, I'm at comicalpodcast3, boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> Also, if you go to iTunes and Stitcher, please subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star review. We're trying to get those numbers up. 
Uh, we got a three star review the other day, which is kind of weird. Bastard. I think our show is usually. Three stars, man. We got to shank that boy. <laughs> I don't know who it is. They didn't actually leave a written review. They just gave us three I'm stars. Shank them for three, which, three stars, man. Which, which hurts me. It hurts me on a personal level. <laughs> <laughs> it's been bothering me for days. That's tough, man. So, so go out there and leave us some five star reviews to counteract that one because. Uh, I need it. Just go out there and give us a review. And it's not going to take very long, trust me. You just log in, do it, and five stars, type what you want to say. You know, these guys are fun. These guys suck ass. Whatever you want to say, that's fine. You know, just go out there and do it for us. We really need them. We're trying to really do some stuff here. You can say we suck and still give us five stars. That's fine. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Miguel sucks. What? <laughs> five stars, click. Exactly. Uh, no. no. <laughs> yes. Miguel was a stud in another life. <laughs> Five stars, baby. <laughs> and again, Twitter followers, don't forget to go out there and give us the three words you think describes each and every one of us so we can kind of laugh amongst each other's and just like, hey, you're a loser. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested to see what they, they do as well. And that's pretty much it, guys. So thanks for listening and keep on laughing, bitches. Bye.